Welcome to Testimonies with Tiffany, the podcast that is sure to challenge and grow your faith. Join me as we hear personal testimonies from ordinary people having radical encounters with Jesus. Together, we'll learn the power of believing God and His Word. I hope it inspires you to look at how God is showing Himself faithful in your life and challenges you to step out and testify. Welcome back. You're listening to Testimonies with Tiffany. I'm your host, Tiffany Tombry. On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing another personal testimony of something that happened to me recently and how the Lord spoke to me, how the Lord dealt with me, how the Lord ministered to me through this. So I hope that it encourages you and that the Lord will meet you right where you're at in your circumstance, in your situation and reveal himself to you just like he did to me. So over the last two months, our family has dealt with a lot of sickness. Um, We have four kids under the age of six, six, four, two, eight months. And we have my mother and father currently living with me. They lost their house in Harvey. Um, Then it got flooded again in Imelda. And so they're in the process of Um, working on a new home and so they're currently living with us so we have four adults and four kids so it's always a fun time here in the Tombury house until sickness hits now we've dealt with RSV we've dealt with flu we've dealt with pneumonia we've dealt with strep and we've dealt with COVID Um, so about three weeks ago um, it was a Sunday Well, let me back up. Prior to a Sunday, it was um, Saturday, whatever, Friday, I think. Um, My second son, Samuel, started to run a high fever. He had a high fever and no other symptoms for three days. So when Sunday got here, we decided not to go to church because his fever was so high and that we'd stay home and have church and family time. And so um, we just bought a new house and it has a swimming pool. So that tends to be where our favorite time of the day is, is by the pool. And so of course we're all out as a family swimming and enjoying one another and just the blessings that God has given us. And while I'm out there, a headache comes on me. Um, I thought it was just because I was out in the sun and I didn't have enough to drink. And so um, I came inside and obviously started hydrating and I had my husband pray for me and rebuke the headache and kind of went on our on, on my way. And so as the evening progressed into the night, the headache got worse. Um, with the headache came nausea. And I remember through the night waking up my husband like, please pray for me. I need you to pray for me. And every time I woke him up, he would begin to pray that my nausea would lift, that the headache would go. Because you see, the Word of God says that we've been, we've been given dominion over sickness. And so 
The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives inside of us. If you're a child of God, that same spirit that literally resurrected Christ from the dead lives inside of us. And we have an authority as a son or daughter of the most high God to take dominion over sickness. And so I was telling my husband, pray for me, pray for me. And every time I would wake up, he would pray for me. He would pray for me. We were praying through the night into the Monday it got incredibly worse. Now, we have been called as sons and daughters of God to walk by faith. So even though my circumstances were getting worse, I've been called as a child of God to walk by faith, not by what I see, not by what I feel, but but what by what the Word of God says. And the Word of God says in Isaiah 53, 5, that His stripes healed me. He took my sickness. 2 Kings 25, he's heard my prayers, he's seen my tears, surely he will heal heal me. Jeremiah talks about, save me, O Lord, and I will be saved. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Okay, and so as my symptoms begin to get worse, fever, chills, fatigue, headache, we just kept praying and kept praying and kept praying. Um, So day four or five, we're still praying. I'm still believing God. Because either God's a liar or his word is true. And I know that God is not a liar. And I know his word to be true. And I've been called to walk in faith. And so I knew at this point I was going to have to walk through the fire. You know, I think oftentimes as Christians, our prayers tend to be, Father, deliver me from this. Father, deliver me from that. Deliver me from this. Deliver me from X, Y, and Z. And I always go to the scripture where Jesus meets Simon Peter and he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has come to buffet you. And my prayer is not that you would be delivered. Now, this is Jesus speaking. Jesus is telling Simon, my prayer for you, homeboy, is not for you to be delivered. Sorry. But my prayer is that your faith would be strengthened as you walk through this so that you can go and encourage others. And so I knew in this moment, it was a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moment. I was going to be in the fire and God was going to deliver me through the fire. I believe that God was going to walk me through this. He was going to be with me, but I was going to have to put my faith into action. And for the last few years, God has been asking me, this just keeps coming up, up over and over in my life. Father asking me, do you live a life you profess to believe? Now, let me say that again. Whatever you're doing right now, stop and let Father use me as a conduit of his mouthpiece in saying this to you. Right now, do you believe that you live a life you profess to believe? Do you live a life you profess to believe. You see, for me, I'm very passionate about the Word of God. I'm very passionate about what God has to say in the truth. And I can get very zealous and passionate. And I can preach to people and I can teach people. And I can say, well, this is what I would do if I was in your situation. But then we find ourselves in, in those situations. Oh, here I am in a, in a situation where I'm praying for sickness to be lifted. I know I have dominion, yet I'm having all of these symptoms. Do I believe that God is Jehovah Rapha, the healer? 
Do I believe Isaiah 53, 5? Do I believe 2 Kings 25? Do I believe in communion? Do I believe the word of God to be true? Do I believe God is who he says he is and he'll do what he says he can do? And so I've been challenged in the last two weeks of having COVID that I've had to walk this out. Do I believe? Do I live a life I profess to believe? Do I? And so day five, I lost my smell. Day six and seven were great. Days eight through 10, I began to have shortness of breath and complications. And I ended up in the ER with pneumonia. And and here I am like wrestling with fear. Okay, God, your word says that I've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.17. God, I believe that you've given me a sound mind and I believe that your love surrounds me and I need your love to perfect me so to cast out that fear. So I had to, over the course of 14 days, I had to take thoughts captive. 2 Corinthians 10 says, take captive every thought that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. Okay, well, I was having crazy thoughts and um, I would have to take them captive and then say, what does the word of God say? What does the word of God say? Okay, this is what the word of God says about this. And so as I'm going through this and I'm taking thoughts captive and I'm, I'm looking at the word of God, I'm going to bed with healing scriptures playing. I'm So I would have to take thoughts captive and put them up against the word of God. Okay, this isn't true. And I found myself, the Lord showing me, he told me, Tiffany, you're confessing things. So the Lord had to remind me of Proverbs 18, the power of life and death are in the tongue. And we look, here's the thing. Genesis one, what does the Bible say? God spoke and there was light. He said, let there be light and there was light. So God spoke light into existence. So if we're made in the image of God, the things we say matter. We're, if we're created in the image of God, then we have the ability to speak things into existence, just like our heavenly father. And so the Lord was showing me that I had come into agreement with COVID. I had come into agreement with pneumonia. I had come into agreement with fear. And those things are not in heaven. And that I needed to break agreement with them. So I simply said, forgive me, God, for, for fearing and for not coming into alignment with your word. I break agreement with COVID. I break agreement with a, a pneumonia. And I come into agreement with the word of God that says, by your stripes, I am healed. Now, this went on and I had to do this over and over and over. It was really um, a battle. And so as I did this, God was faithful and met me. The peace of God would come on me. And... Um, I felt I felt a sense of freedom. And so as as the days went on, um, I just began to thank God, thanking God for his faithfulness to me and keeping me and taking care of me. And towards the end of my 14 days, um, actually after 14 days, I began to get frustrated again. And I began to be like, God, your word says that. I should be doing greater things than you. 
So here I am speaking to this sickness. I'm speaking to these symptoms and I'm not seeing anything. And I remember like being very frustrated and like, Jesus, you've got to answer me. You have to show me what am I missing? And it was just a few days ago that God brought me to a few scriptures, Matthew 21, 21, um, Matthew 17, 17. He brought me to Mark 11, 22, Luke 17, 6. And here is the thing. They all are talking about a mountain. For truly I say to you, if you have faith that like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to the mountain, move from here or there. It will move and nothing will be impossible for you. We see it again. Um, truly I say unto you, if, if you have faith and do not doubt what's been done to the fig tree, you will also do. You can talk to the mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. Whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive it if you have faith. Again, in Mark, truly I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be taken up, thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe it, that you have it and receive it and it's yours. Luke 17, and the Lord said this, if you have faith like a grain of a mustard seed, you can say to the mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. So I felt like the Lord just showed me a few days ago, faith, faith is key. When we ask, we have to believe God's word and believe that we've received it. And then we wait for the manifestation of it. It's often from the time we pray to the manifestation that unbelief sets in. Well, I didn't see it. I don't feel it. Therefore, uh, it must not be true. It must not happen. Bam, unbelief comes in and it keeps God from fulfilling his word because all these scriptures say that you cannot doubt if you believe and you have faith. So I feel like God help bring clarity to me and has really stirred up a hunger in me for his word, getting it down deep, memorizing it, understanding it, seeking wisdom. And so I'm grateful for that. Now, as time progressed, um, I began to just talk to the Lord one day and I said, God, how have you worked? If your word is true, and Romans 8, 28 says, you work all things together for my good and your glory because I've been called by you. Then how have you worked this out for my good? I was still sick. I was still miserable. We spent lots of money on medication. I wrestled with fear and doubt and worry. I was having to take thoughts captive, right? I'm just kind of replaying the last three weeks. And the Lord began to turn and shift my perspective. And he began to bring me back to certain places in the last three weeks and show me, well, this is how I work this out for your good. And this is how I turn this around. And one of my favorite things that the Lord showed me was this. Now, I have four kids, as I shared, six, four, two, and eight months. And I am, I love them. And I'm very passionate about them having encounters with God now, having their own faith in God now, having angelic visitation, prophesying, speaking in tongues, all of these things. I want my kids to encounter on their own now. I want to raise them up to be mighty men and women of God, not moved by situations, but grounded in the word of the Lord, established in his love. And so The Lord began to show me in these last three weeks how there was opportunities that presented themselves that sometimes I chose and sometimes I did not. But when I chose it was incredibly rewarding. 
And it started about, oh, I think day two or three. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure, but it was in the beginning when I was really sick. I remember at one point sitting on the couch and calling my three kids over. Um, and I, I remember saying, Benaiah, Samuel, Zeph, do you believe in Jesus? Asking each one of them and waiting for them to confess yes or no. Now, all three of them said yes. And the next thing I did was I said, you lay hands on me right now. And they all in obedience put their hands on me. And I said, now listen to me. The word of God says in Mark 16, these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall speak in different tongues. They shall cast out demons. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And boys, right now you have confessed before me and your father that you believe in Jesus. Therefore, the word of God says that you can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, right now mommy's sick. And I need you to lay hands on me and speak to this sickness. And we're going to believe God to fulfill his word that my body shall recover. They laid hands on me and they began to pray over me, binding fear, binding the chills, binding whatever symptoms I was feeling in that moment. And then with a proud 100%, as Benaiah says, in Jesus' name, amen. And I claim Mark 16, these three weeks that I walked through this. God, I thank you that these signs follow them that believe that my sons laid hands on me and my body's going to recover. My husband laid hands on me and my body's going to recover. I laid hands on me and I am going to recover because you are a God who fulfills your word. Now hear me out. God gives us vitamins and he gives us wisdom on how to take care of our body. So there's things in the natural we do out of obedience and being good stewards drinking, staying hydrated, resting, vitamins, um, those sorts of things. But we serve a supernatural God. And, and so there's, there's a place and an importance for prayer and walking in authority that we have in Christ Jesus. And so throughout these three weeks, we had powerful times of prayer with my three kids, six, four, and two. And, um, I, I am thankful for that. As God began to show me, I had to have tears welling up in my eyes like, yes, this is what it looks like for me to fulfill my call as a mother is to train these children up in the word of God, to train them up, to understand that they, when they lay hands on the sick, oh, they're believing without a doubt that that body's recovering. Whether it's a fever, whether it's cancer, whether it's a broken leg, no, I'm, I'm with God's help, want to train them up to have faith, like those scriptures that God was showing me. If you believe when you ask, you receive without doubting. And so we had some very powerful moments with our children. And, and when God would answer, when that fever would break, when those chills would go away, when I could eat food or whatever it was, I would go and tell the kids and we would, we would praise God. Or I'd come out and say, praise God. He answered your prayers. Praise God. Mommy's fever's gone. And, um, So teaching them too that, hey, God is faithful. He answered your prayer and then we praise him for that. Um, Another powerful moment the Lord showed me is, so I shared with you in the beginning that my mother and father live with me. And unfortunately, my mother, um, uh, four or five days later, presented COVID symptoms. And then shortly after that, my father. Now, my father um, has a diagnosis of COPD. Um, but we know that God is above that. And in the natural, of course, all of us did not want him to get it because 
according to doctors and things, he's high risk. And so when he got it again, I had to wrestle with fear. I had to break agreement with fear. I had to come to the throne of grace and make a choice. Am I going to believe God for my father's health and restoration? Or am I going to come into agreement with the lies from the pit of hell? And I chose to break agreement with those lies and to come into come into uh, alignment with the word of God concerning my father. And I'll tell you, my father had it rough. Towards the end, he was in bed, I think four or five days straight. No energy to get up and move, not eating or drinking. In the natural, it looked absolutely hopeless. But one day he decided to get up and walk our two acres. And I met him out there. And we'd walk a few steps and he'd bend over and he'd just huff and puff. And after 20, 30 minutes of him walking around, the tears began to fall. Now, I, as a grown woman, haven't seen my father cry very much. And so, seeing my father cry and be very vulnerable put me in a place that I wasn't sure I could bear. And just like, Jesus, I don't want to be here. I don't want to see my dad cry. Oh, you know. But I knew, and and hear me out, I'm not saying I had to be strong for my father. I believe that um, weakness is okay because God's word says that he is made strong in my weakness. And I believe that emotions are okay when they're handled properly, processed properly, because God gave us emotions. Jesus wept, the Bible said. So there's a time for weeping and processing emotions. And I believe that that is healthy. God created us with emotions. And so in that moment, I just, all I knew how to do was take my dad to the feet of Jesus. That's all I, that's the only answer I had. Um, he had taken medicine. We had been praying. Um, we did not feel like it was um, a life or death situation where he needed to be at the hospital. It's just that we needed God to strengthen his body. We needed God to help him get through this. And so as my dad is crying, I, I, I get him back in the house and I go and get my husband and I'm like, Travis, we need to pray for dad. And so Travis went and got olive oil in the house. That's our anointing oil. Most of the time he went and got oil and we sat my dad down on the couch and my husband anointed him, putting oil on him. And we called our three sons over again. And we, we, we communicated to our sons. Remember what the word of God says in Mark 16, that these signs are going to follow you boys. You're going to lay hands on sick and they're going to recover. And now Paul's sick and we need God to cause his body to recover. And so we all laid hands and I could feel the presence of God descend in that living room. And when Travis opened his mouth and began to take authority over that sickness in my father's body, my dad began to weep uncontrollably and my children began to pray louder. And we sat there and we came into agreement with heaven and God's word. And we let my dad weep. And we knew that right then and there, God had touched his body. Now you listen to me, not just physically, but God touched my father spiritually. God did a deep healing. You know, God, God can do anything that he wants to do. And while we were praying for physical healing, God showed me that, that there was a healing that took place in my father that was much more than a physical healing. And so I made my father soup and I took it to him in bed and I fed him and we got him 
breathing treatments and and um, we put healing scriptures on and I just sat with him for a while and I told him that we don't have to fear that God is faithful and he's going to see us through. And my father slept for hours after that, just listening to scriptures in the Bible, just play over and over that talk about what God says about healing. And so that was another powerful moment where God worked it out for our good and his glory. And, and so these were, these were very special things that God showed me. He showed me how people came and brought us meals, how, um, my dad had sick pay, so he was still able to be paid. How my husband, my husband had to stay home from work and how he had time vacation that he could use. And so how God took care of our needs financially, how God was taking care of our needs spiritually, how God was taking care of our needs, um, physically. And so as I sat and I think about this, God has been so faithful and his word is true. His word is true. And I've just been very encouraged that sometimes, you know, we don't, like I said, we don't want to go through the fire. We don't want to go through difficult things, situations, circumstances, but God allows it. And in the moment, it doesn't, it might not make sense, but coming out of it now, me walking through the fire and coming out of it, I can say that my testimony is that of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's, that whoever was in my life at that time and watching it, my children, my mother and father, my husband, my close friends, they saw the son of man standing with me in this fire and they see his hand and how he caused our bodies to recover, how he fulfilled his word, how Philippians 419, he supplied all of our needs according to his riches, how he is who he says he is. He is healing. He is love. He is peace. He is truth. I saw all of this. I saw God through this all. And I am thankful that my body has recovered, that my mother's body has recovered, that my father's body has recovered. And so I just want to encourage you today that God is who he says he is, and he will do what he says he's going to do. That he is faithful. He is faithful. And so right now, I just want to pray with those of you listening that you you find yourself in a difficult situation. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's um, financial distress. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe, maybe it's um, needing wisdom. Whatever it is, I want to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you. I thank you for all those listening. Man, woman, and child. All ages. All ethnicities. All. uh, I thank you. I thank you that you're no respecter of persons. And that what you've done for one child, you will do for another. And so, Father, I pray for those listening right now to the sound of my voice. That your anointing would come on them right now and break the yoke of heaviness. Would break the yoke of infirmity. Would break the yoke of lack. Would break the yoke of fear. Would break the yoke right now that has them in bondage in Yeshua's name. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
Father, I thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the healer. You are the provider. You are love. You are peace, joy, and patience and kindness. I thank you, God. And I pray right now that you would fulfill your word in their life, that you would surround them with your steadfast love, that you would perfect them with your love and cast out all fear in Jesus' name. God, I pray your word over those who are sick and battling a spirit of infirmity right now. We bind it in the name of Jesus. And we declare your word, Isaiah 53, 5, that by your stripes, they are healed. We declare your word over them. And these signs shall follow them that believe they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That their bodies shall recover in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for those who are Uh, struggling in different areas, finances, relationships, God, that you shall supply all of their needs according to your riches, that you are a good father, every good and perfect gift are from you. God, that if they're lacking wisdom, that they would come to you. Your word says in James 1, if any of you lack wisdom, let him come to God who gives to all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. But Let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose he will receive anything from the Lord. For he is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Right now we ask by faith for wisdom to descend on our situation. Heavenly wisdom and how to move and operate. Give us strategic strategies on how to have the victory over the things we're walking through right now. And God, I pray that... Whatever they're walking through, the people that are watching them walk through this, they would have a testimony like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that they see the Son of Man standing with them. And when they're delivered from this fire, God, that they won't even smell like the stench of the junk they walk through. They will walk in total freedom, giving you all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, well, that's it today on Testimonies with Tiffany. I'm so glad that you joined me. I pray that you have been ministered to by the Holy Spirit. I pray and declare breakthrough in your life in all areas to the glory of God. And remember, you do what's possible and let God do what's impossible. Thanks for listening to Testimonies with Tiffany. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review online. To catch all the latest from Tiffany, you can follow her on Instagram at TifferTom, and you can subscribe to her email list to get exclusive updates at TravisAndTiffanyTombry.com. That's all spelled out. (laughs) Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.